0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Words of Dragons podcast. Thank you for checking back in. I know it's been a little while, um, but we're gonna do another episode reaction. I was debating between um, 307, Hearts of Cinder, and 207, Fire and Fury. I decided to do 207 today. I'll probably do the season three episode later, but just because I feel like I've already reacted to most of season three, and I wanna save some of that for later. And I feel like season one, season two, I haven't reacted to as much. And this is still a very nice, like, you know, it's, it's the Raylum episode of season two in some ways, which is saying something and one of my favorites in the season and for their relationship, just like flat out. And uh, I hope you guys are all doing well. As always, you can can't talk. You can leave um, questions for like a Q&A that I want to do soon. I am going to get back into a more regular podcast recording schedule in September once I have like my usual like space and routine to record and do that sort of thing and also hopefully have a couple of my friends on the podcast at one point because they're also really big Dragon Prince fans and I think that would be fun and also like they had different perspectives coming in to the show at different times and that sort of thing so I think that could be really cool because I am an old Dragon Prince fan by every measure my dog is just making some noise um Yeah, and just sending questions with an asterisk, or if you don't want me to do 3 to 7 next week, or you really want me to, or whatever, just let me know. Send in your requests. Um, I always want to do what you guys want to hear and talk about, and so I think I've probably rambled long enough. As always, I'm going to do it all the way through the recap onwards, so the full thing, Um, and on the count of three, one, two, three couple of my family members have also been watching this show recently. One of them, I made like a little brief post on my blog about it. He binge watched it all in like two and a half days. And I got like the update for like season one, season, for season one, season three, like a little bit there. I was like, okay, like he started it. Now he's done season one. And then I got like, oh, Ezra's King. And I was like, I got no season two updates. So I don't know if it was just like so into it, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing. I finally have a tag on my blog for Rayla, Callum, and Claudia's relationship. And that's one of the things I find most interesting about this episode on like a meta sort of level. Is that like Callum does what Claudia was trying to convince him to do, but he does it in order to help Rayla and there's something very kind of like I don't know. It's just really interesting the way that characters can both like affect each other and do things for each other, even in ways that are like oppo- a opposing still. Right. It's like Claudia in that moment doesn't want Callum to do dark magic. And, like, really doesn't want him to, and yet he's doing it as well. And it's, like, a reason that Claudia, like, doesn't agree with. So it's very, it's gonna, this is going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm so excited. There we go. 207 Fire and Fury. And I will say that this episode was, like, it really does feel like this series and some, of especially, like, as a villain right? that, like, from 207 onwards, like, through the whole series, it's just one, like, very well-written fan fiction. Because, like, I remember watching this up, ep- you know, like, 204, I was thinking, like, okay, like, maybe, like, okay, we might be doing this, you know, like, a little. We might actually go the romantic route, but who knows? And then 207 came and it, like, barreled me over, and I was like, what is happening? This is everything I've ever wanted. <laughs> So I was losing my mind. Magic. Aww. Close. You're so cute! So in this, this in my head, I'm like, this is their little cave, like cave date. Like some kind of oh, and she gets him. It's so good. And I like how You're he's just excited that she has the lunar cave. It's never like, oh, and you have it, and you don't really care, and you don't really use it. And I don't. And I think, again, like, it speaks to the emotional like maturity that Callum has that like he's just like really excited and kind of like okay like tell me more about it and that sort of thing and I would be curious to see if Rayla's meme explanation resonates with him later. This was the flirtiest thing like I watched it and I was like like I was like is it flirty but like how am I supposed to react to it because the joke's already over right yeah, Claudia, you fucked up. Catch up with them? Of course we can. We promised Means nothing. Promises no, mean nothing. But that's a nice sibling moment. <laughs> I like how clearly oh, Corvus no, no, has no, no, no. done this before. To Again. Good job, soren no, not this time. Corvus, I love you so much. I love Corvus. That was one of the things I was most excited about. Because like I liked him in season one, you know, like he's He doesn't trust Rayla for good reason, but he's not unnecessarily, like, cruel. He's like, no, if you let the boys, like, I'll let you go. Like, he doesn't want to hurt her if he doesn't have to. Soren is such an idiot, and I love him. But, like, in season two, you get a lot more of Corvus. So, i knowing that him and Ezra were going to have, like, their own arc and more of a relationship. In season three, I was, like, super excited about. So. Aw, he's so stressed. He just wants to be useful. My sweet baby boy. I also like how Rayla only told him this now, like how are they going to find the path if she died? <laughs> I also do love this meme, I like the little, you know, like they referenced Game of Thrones in the first season, and then also like, there's more memes of it throughout, but I do like how they bring the fantasy stuff in as well. In oh this is so sweet and tender and domestic! It's one of my favorite, like, moments. it's just, it's so soft and, like, it shows how much they've grown that that doesn't seem, like, out of the ordinary of, like, interaction for them, you know? And I'm sure the two of them in particular have had, like, a lot of late nights because, like, Ezra. I don't know if we ever really see Ezra like, struggle to sleep. The way that we see Rayla and Callum, the way that they sometimes do, and sometimes it's because they know a little bit more about what's going on. But I also just think that they're a little—they're more restless people. Soren, please. Oh, Claudia. What? <sighs> uh. I do always like the guard's armor and stuff, I was just very excited because we have, like, a baby dragon, but I love big dragons, and so I was just very excited that this was a big dragon episode, even if, like, it got messy. Yeah. We're gonna talk about some really interesting stuff later with sword. <laughs> oh, I also just love every moment that Corvus is on screen because, like, he is a beautiful man, you know? Beautiful man. Handsome man. I don't know. Like, again, it's tricky. Because I do understand where Storm's coming from. Because it is technically like an enemy scout. Almost like flaunting. But if this is the third night and the dragon hasn't done anything. It's like, what reconnaissance is it really collecting beyond the fact that there's a town here? You know? So I'm like... I don't think I just don't think it's like that worth it. At least not like in this way. Like I feel it like if he if he and Claudia had done the spell, yes. Listen to Corvus. He's a smart man. He's a smart, beautiful man. So he's like as handsome as a himbo, but he's not a himbo because he's too smart to be. Um, but I think like if Soren. Problem solved. If Soren had like done the spell with Claudia to make sure that the dragon got hit, why do you know the sound of an attacking dragon? Oh, I wonder if that's like a story. Hmm. I'm sure it's again, first sure it's throwaway line, but I'm gonna use that in a head cannon now. Oh, Sam is so cute. Wait, it's a babysitter now. Never stops. Aww. I do love Pira. Priya? Priya? The dragon? The red dragon. Not only because I love dragons and I love the color red, but like her, I got um Talon's spell book and it has a lot of like concept art. And well, that's such a nice shot. I need to take a screen out of that on my next watch through. But yeah, Dragonfire is horrifying, but there is um, concept art of the Red Dragon in Camel Spell book, and it's probably like my favorite piece of concept art that I've seen from the show so far, because I'm basic and it looks very really too deep, and I just enjoy it. So I know, I know my biases. The fire innovation is so good, too. And I also like the realism, like, I know this was earlier, but I also like the realism of, you know, like, Claudia and Soren having to bring Corvus in, and then, oh, Claudia, now you have a problem with murder. Isn't that convenient? But bringing him into the town and being like, okay, where's your jail, that sort of thing. See, Soren is a good boy. And again, like, it's one of those things where I wonder... People who ship Soren and Corvus are valid. Like, I personally don't. I just think there's a bro TP thing, but like, I understand where you're coming from. It's cute. Yeah, no kidding. But um, I I, I I do wonder if Claudia would have thought to release Corvus. You know, it's always interesting to see who makes what decisions and why. Interesting, because I also have the subtitles on, and they spell Griffin differently than I normally would, which is like, um like they're using the Y O spelling, and I would use the I spelling. I'm a nerd. Uh, I do love the siblings. It just looks just cool to see them work together, because. I don't know. Like, we see them, like, problem-solve, but it's not often that they're in battle fully together like this. Like, usually it's, like, Soren doing his own thing, and then Claudia might jump in with a little bit of magic. But she's usually more off the sideline, so it is cool to see them, like, actively work together in this case and that sort of thing. Claudia, don't smirk like that. That's your evil dark magic smirk. And I both love and hate it. Because it makes you interesting in so many ways. But it's also a very bad path. That poor dragon. They hit it. And I love how Rilla goes to cover, like, how and Ezrin and, like, make sure that they get down. She's a good friend. And I do like how there's, like, a reason why the kids go after the dragon. Oh my god, Ezrin's already going. He's so old. My boy! I didn't think I was gonna cry, but I'm gonna cry now! Oh, Ezrin, that would be so awful. He's beautiful. Oh, you know, I should do a parallel of like this versus him approaching like Zubaya in 308. Because I do think that like once he's forged that connection with Zim, I do think he connects with the dragons more like easily. And I just love that he's. It's so good. Especially because this one is a dragon who doesn't talk. I would love to know which dragons can talk and why. I'm assuming it's like an arch major and age thing, but. Yeah, Viren, you got shit. Pelly's gonna be pissed. Bless her soul. How dare you! Oh, go off, man. But I do love how, like, this is such, like, a human reaction, in a way, of Viren. I mean, like, he did try and do, like, like his plan didn't work. And I feel like it's really interesting to have a villain, particularly in Season 2, where, like, none of Viren's plans in Season 2 actually worked out. Which I think is really interesting. Like, I think in Season 1, he's mostly scheming and doing setup and that sort of thing. And he gets spoiled a little bit in season two like none of the plans he makes work out whatsoever it's only in season three then once he starts to get more of the payoff and technically and I think that's really interesting Callum get in there buddy yeah I do like how again how they show the realism in a way of not only having like a little bit of blood when he takes the arrow out but just how heavy a dragon's wing would be In order to make like a creature that big fly, and I also like again how like it's real and Ezra's connections to the dragons that are continually emphasized. Like that's not really something Callum has. It's the one time he puts his hand on her shoulder in the season. Thank you, Lord, taking it. Aww. Mm. I like how I feel. Yeah, I just like that the boys are practical, and I love this scene of how like the silent communication here. And even just, like, the fact that they're seeing Claudia and Soren for the first time since, like, the betrayal and the escape and that sort of thing. I think this is such an interesting intersection of different things. Like, Claudia being a little shit, and I love her. But even then, it, like, hurts me. I'm like, I love dragons so much. Like, anyone who brags about taking down a dragon, I'm like, I don't trust you. I don't want that, you know? So... How to Train a dragon condition me young, okay? I can't do it now. Like, I was watching a movie and they killed the dragon and it was the heroes. And I was like, fuck it. I don't know. Aww, Ezra and Zim are so sweet. Oh, what a good reunion hug. And again, I like how continually you have, like, Ezra and Zim's mom being having focus, and then Calum and Rayla's bottom being focused. Hesitating! Oh my god, it's the linchpin word, and I love it so much, and that's why it was one of my earliest metas that I wrote. This is also something where I'm like, I'm I'm a Gryffindor person. I really am. And I think Rayla, that's one of the moments where I'm like, Rayla, you are such a Gryffindor, because it's the feeling, is the principle of the thing. And it doesn't, and like nothing else really like matters. It's just kind of like, I have to go with my gut as well as like the guilt thing. Like I do really understand that. I love Gren so much. Yeah. Oh my God, am I a combination of Grant and Rayla? Cause I do tend to be more optimistic. Maybe. Most of this score is ominous though, but it's perfect. He's like, I have nothing left to lose. What about your children? Hmm? What about your kids? Do you remember them? Just the thought. That being said, I do like that he hesitates like earlier. Claudia, don't say that. Why are you paying your part in pieces? That's awful. Especially because, like, they were going to presumably, like, I don't know, man. It's so awful. That being said, Claudia's a very, like, fragmented character in terms of her cognitive dissonance and, like, her layers. So I do like that. Oh my god, I'm not ready. I'm gonna be a little bit all over the place just because, like, I love- there's so many things I want to say, but I'll say more about your. But I was screaming. Like, this is the scene in season two where I was, like, the most shook in some ways. Because I had never expected it. Like, I couldn't even, like, appreciate that he was drawing her. Because I was still thinking about this scene. Because, like, there's so many things I, like, hoped for Raylum in the future. But Raylum being like, no, like, you did get through to when we first met. And I remember that. And I've now incorporated your worldview in my own. And you've changed me that fundamentally as a person. Was, like was, la- like, the last thing I dreamed of. And it was, like, so good. And they're so mature, like she's so mature. And just like, there's no, she doesn't want him to blame himself. She's like, oh girl, really? this is fully my choice. Like, it's where I'm meant to be. And then, oh, his little head shake is so sad. Like her last words to him were, I believe in you. Like she, like he's the person she gives her last words to. And he is so sad. And like, I've already lost like multiple trains of thought. But just, yeah, and the fact that, like, that gets to him. Yes, it does, baby girl. It matters what happens to you. Yeah, like, one of the things, or one of the things that really stuck out to me, I do like how she takes down the guards non-lethally. Like, she's deciding, like, I'm not going to hurt the humans really either. You know, I'm not going to end their lives to save this life which I really enjoy. Um. But, like, I really appreciate like one of the things i really noticed was that she's like oh it's where i'm meant to be like it was her taking what like cap the captain had told her soren you're such a fucking idiot well yeah and there was like oh it's where i'm meant to be and then like she goes because like it is and then god the the fight choreography is so good then calum like follows her and it's kind of like where she's meant to be is where he chooses to be. And I think that's just so much about their relationship. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not ready. He drew her. This is what post season one dreams were made of, bitch. And it's like the first, he loves her. It's like the first, like, real tangible, like, hint we get at, like, maybe things are romantic. Cause then it goes to Claudia. And I was like, thank you, romantic, for shadowing. But it felt like too subtle in some ways. And so, Callum, I love you, honey. And so it was, like, re- it's really interesting to rewatch it, it now, sense. knowing season three, because, like, after season two, I was like, okay, realist feelings are a lot more overt. But then you go back to something like that, like the drawing scene, it's okay. like, Callum's already starting to, like, shift and change. And I love that hide and seek is Ezrin's go-to. It's such a, like, nice little consistent, cute character detail. And I would love to see it come back, almost when he's like older in a way. But like, maybe you maybe have to like hide from people in the castle because it's under siege. Something like that. I think it'd be really cool. Let's put that on my super niche wish list. Yep, that's the Gryffindorian you. This is the cause you're gonna die for. Claudia, you've such terrible. Yes, go off, baby. That is your girl. He's so angry, and I love it. I love angry Callum. And i like how claudia again like it's that like claudia is really happy to see him and he is like so angry like at her and i like how oh, goodness, Calum, it's really this, this scene is just out. oh it's art it's art i lose my mind and again like it's chill like i totally like this is one of the early things i remember now. i was talking about the premise of the show was like oh okay like dark magic use the essence of magical creatures like what if you need to use dark magic to save people or something like that like where are the ethical lines and that sort of thing and so i loved having another example like comparatively because we do see that at other times in season two as well of dark magic doing arguably good things but that still doesn't mean it's not a slippery slope and that still doesn't mean it doesn't take its toll on the user, anyways, they may not fully comprehend both in body and mindset. Oh, Soren. You're gonna regret making that crack. Pun intended. I also love fight scenes in the rain. So again, just on all levels, this was catering so hard to me. And I just really appreciate it. Always. Um... Am I gonna have enough room for the whole episode? Yes. I can only really record in half-hour increments. So that's why I was like... "Oh, Ezra and Bade. I love them so much. Ezra is so cute. I also like how this implies that, like, Zim is a cognitive little shit. Yeah. Like, Zim's on his own. And I also like how as soon as the dragon's free... Rayla looks at Calm and it like zooms in, like she's tunnel visioning, and then she helps him up. She's happy that he's okay. There's like this really sweet blinking, you miss it smile. Um, and it's just, yeah, this battle is so good. And oh, the horn. It does make me wonder like this is now like the dragon, and then you also have, have Renan who's lost a horn. Oh the first time i watched it i was like that sounds like a really bad crack but we'd seen like corvus fall down as well and stuff like that in the past i was thinking like i don't know if it'll be anything and then um it was and we all lost our shit like i don't think any of us expected that as written zam are so sweet and just i'm so happy that priya comes back I love her. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing her name. If I am, feel free to tell me. Again, Claudia, terrifying. And I would love to write... I do have a meta drafted right now in my my drafts of Claudia and Ezra's relationship, because I think it's fascinating. Yes, Claudia, make the right decision for once. Go to your brother. Thank you. And I also think that's why, like, Although season three, like, she digs herself deeper. I do think eventually she'll go back oh, to I her had brother. Had to get, God. I can't, oh, like, I can't believe, I still can't believe they did this. Like, holy fuck, right? Like, but I do, this is one of the things I lost my train of thought for, but we're circling back now. The one cycle I do adhere to. Right. I like how Viren originally, like, you know, like he was willing to drink the wine and do a little bit of the magic, but he wasn't willing to do a blood spell. And I really liked that because, like, blood oaths, blood packs, are, like, serious shit in, like, all fantasy stuff. And so I like how that's not taken lightly and just... It's so good. Oh, no. I forgot the little bug pal wasn't out yet. Ew, it comes out of the mouth. He's... This is one of main reasons why like I can't find Erebos hot, because like his voice is just co to me. And then he's just so creepy and I don't like like I don't usually tend to find villains attractive at all because they're not nice. So like Erebus is just like, ugh, you know, and it's it's great. Oh, why couldn't he have gone over the sleeve? It doesn't make a difference. You do have to crawl under. honestly i would just like flick it away I... it's also funny because i know there's a lot like i watch quite a few like react channels who also do the dragon prince and so many people aren't entirely sure if everybody is like female or not or whatever and then they hear the voice and you're like okay boy but yeah and it's viran's Oh my god! Was that the episode that went so fast? Holy shit! Dark magic book. That means at the beginning of like two hundred eight is like one of the most depressing things I've ever seen. Oh, baby storm with a dragon. Oh, dark mage Callum. Very nice, like foreshadowing as well It's like acknowledgement. That's the word. Little bug pal. Oh, it's the griffin with the eye patch. <laughs> Aw. Well, now I kind of hope... Oh, in the cube. Oh, because it's Erebus' cube. So good. So good. Yeah. But, yeah, I do, I do feel like in some ways, 207 and the 208 and the finale of season two, I think, are like... Some of the strongest writing in the show, in terms of like drama, it just like it just keeps hitting you. Like, Calum did dark magic, and then Soren can't move, and like whatever, and then like Ezran finds out, and then Claudia does the deer, and then like okay, and then everything's fine, and then Ezran's going home. you know, like you just keep getting hit. It's such an emo- emotional roller coaster. Um, it always like blows me away, and yeah i just think this episode has so much in it about like ideology and who do you want to who do you want to be in some ways and soren kind of realizing that like maybe the person he thought he wanted to be you know like oh the dragon slayer and that sort of thing like maybe that isn't actually right and we get to see that follow him through until he decides like that's not who he is Um, And even just, like, Ezrin still being, you know, like, very empathetic, but ultimately very innocent and having his priority be Zim right now in a way that it won't be um, in another, like, episode or so. Because, like, it it just can't. And then Calum and Rayla's growing bond and how close they've become and just how worried he is over her and how real again, is, like, there for him. And it, it just blows my mind again but like you really do feel like they're good good friends to each other and it's just so amazing and lovely to see and so just rewarding as someone who was always very invested in this relationship no matter what direction it took them having a positive impact on each other was all that I wanted so to see that really come through in this episode um for better for worse particularly like the impact that Callum's had on Rayla and then the lengths he'll go to for her um Yeah, always gets me. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. Thank you for listening and um, dragons out. I will see you next time.